Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clef here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be in the grief and be in the healing to create space for peace and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome to episode 159 of Child Loss. Oh, we have so many things going on here, but I've had some messages recently that I wanted to respond to, which is why this episode is all about child loss. When I first started the podcast, if you listen to the first, I think it's 50 episodes. Is it 50? Seems like a lot. (laughs) That's a year's worth. But if you listen to the first 40 plus 50 episodes of the podcast, you'll hear me talk about this podcast is for mothers who've lost children. But as I, as I continued this work, I realized that I was working with a lot of people who had gone through divorce, who had lost parents, who were estranged from kids, who had all different types of loss. And so I wanted to expand the podcast to reflect the other types of losses. Child loss was definitely a huge one for me. And and the thing that really propelled me into this space, but it's definitely not the only loss that I've experienced. But I wanted to go back and talk about all the changes happening right now in our life. We are moving. We're moving from where we've lived in Utah, um, south of Salt Lake City, for the past six and a half years. We're moving to south of Nashville, the Brentwood Franklin area, if you're familiar with Tennessee. And it is a huge shift and it has come about very quickly and unexpectedly. And there have been so, I, I just like I could write a book about all the things that have happened in the past two months that have even created the possibility of the of the move. Like two months ago, we couldn't even, we, we wouldn't have been able to even consider a move. But there's transitions happening with our um, business here and just so many things happening and so many shifts in my business, in the our chiropractic business that we've had here. And it is both sad and exciting. And isn't that the way life goes? There's like so many changes. It's like I can focus on the sadness. I can focus on the excitement. And I kind of choose to focus on both right now as I make this transition. But we've sold our home. It's um, under contract. We're past kind of the big hurdles. If you've ever sold a home before, you know that the inspection... And the appraisal are, are kind of the big, big hurdles that you have to go past to make sure that the sale is actually going to go through. And at this point, everything is looking great. Um, but it is a huge, huge transition. And uh, follow me a lot, follow me on Instagram, and I'll kind of take you a little bit on the journey. I I love to share one of the things that I'm doing right now. This is silly. But 
you know, I mean, like hair is a big deal that frames our face. And, and I, I regularly show my face because of the work that I do. I'm, you know, doing webinars and, and I'm showing up on, on social media to, to encourage and love on people. And um, I am transitioning back to my curly hair because I'm going to be living back in the South again and the humidity. And there's just no point in fighting it. Here in Utah, it's so dry that I've actually really enjoyed my hair straight. And now I'm going, I know, silly things, silly things. But we all, like, even the, the little things are important to us, right? So anyway, just wanted to share a little bit about our journey and our move and all the stuff that's going on here. But as I mentioned, you know, I'm on social media, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. We just started a new Facebook group, Build a Life After Loss with Julie Clough, because groups are so much more interactive. I've been wanting to do that for a long time, but I I just hadn't done it. I just sat and created it, made the leap, and we just set that up yesterday. So go find that. We also have a Facebook group called Build a Life After Child Loss. So that might be particularly interesting to you if you're listening to this episode because you've experienced child loss. It's a private group specifically for parents who have lost children. But the other group is a private group for any type of loss, any any type of, you know, even if you just want to get in there to support a friend or to have more support and education for yourself in there join the conversation but regularly when I post about the possibility of grief healing I'll have people comment not if it's your child and I get that and I can appreciate that that's so hard and when they're saying that they don't know my story and if you're here you likely do know my story you know that On Mother's Day in 2007, I was in a rollover accident with my three youngest children and that our babies, who were eight and 10 at the time, David and Carrie, died in that accident. And it was the next three years were horrific. And that's the other thing is that, you know, when I mentioned that this happened on Mother's Day in 2007, We'll have people say, you know, maybe in 15 years, I'll be able to to say that too. Maybe I'll be okay in 15 years. And I just want to share, it doesn't take 15 years. And yet I hear from my clients all the time that they've been in grief support groups where people have been there for 10, 15, 20 years. They're still sharing their story each week as if it just happened yesterday. And my own personal experience and my own belief is it doesn't have to be that way. And it's so true that losing a child is particularly painful for so many reasons. First, it's your child who you put your life force energy into caring for and loving so, so deeply. You brought this child into the world. This child is a part of you. And as a result, the bond between a parent and child is 
eternally strong, and it's meant to be that way. Also, we believe that grief is what will keep us connected. And we have the thought that children shouldn't die before their parents. And so these are, these are some of the challenges, the big, big piece of the challenges of really talking about grief healing after child loss. And so when I get these messages, immediately my heart breaks like truly breaks for anyone who has lost a child because I know the unique and the heavy, heavy pain of mourning the death of a child. I know it because I lived it. It was horrific. It's hard to imagine. And so when I get messages like that, I just, I want to, I want to wrap you in my arms. I want to, hold you and hug you. And I want to let you know that even though it's just horrific and horrible and unimaginable pain right now, grief healing is still possible. And I just can't possibly, can't possibly turn my back on everything I learned in my own miraculous healing journey and not share those things with you and not share those things that I learned. It's just, it's who I am. It's part of my makeup. doesn't mean that everybody has to do what I'm doing. It just means that this is who I am. I'm a sharer and I want, I want so much to be able to give hope to others who are moving through grief, who are moving through their own painful grief, and miraculous healing journey. So let's talk about those things that kind of stand in the way or cause us to think we can't get better. Recently, I shared with you guys that, you know, I got sick. Well, I guess it's been in January. I ended up with um, COVID for the first time. And I remember in the middle of that feeling like I am never going to be well again. (laughs) You ever get sick and you're just in this space of like, I can't imagine ever having energy to do anything ever, ever again. And that's how I felt in the middle of that. It lasted, you know, my feeling energyless lasted like a week. And yet in the middle of that, I thought, I am never going to be well again. So how hard is it in the middle of the heaviness and the pain and the grief to feel like, we can never be, we can never feel whole again. It is so easy to get stuck in that cycle of feeling like things are never going to get better. And I get that. I totally get that. So that bond that we have between parent and child is so strong, it makes it so incredibly painful because our interaction with our children is so intense. Like we have that daily connection. And so when they're gone, it's just like, it's just, even to say it's a huge hole in our life is an understatement. But when we believe that the grief is what keeps us connected, 
then of course we never want to let go of the grief because we don't want to let go of the connection. But I want to I want to share with you that grief doesn't have to be our connection. And I see this message threaded throughout our public discussion about grief. I've seen people say, you know, I want to grieve forever. I want to stay connected. I want to grieve forever to honor that love. I want to grieve forever because that is how I honor that person. But I want to offer you a different thought about that, that we can honor our love. We can honor the person with love not grief, that when we let go of the pain, after we go through the the normal, the natural process of, of mourning and grief, when we let go of that pain, we are even more able to increase our love and our appreciation for those that we've lost, including our children. And I also want to suggest that we don't honor our children by grieving. We honor our children by living. How we live our life is how we honor our children. I'm here today in in a place of, of joy and happiness and love because I'm honoring my children. I'm honoring them in life, not in grief. Changing the way that we look at that and recognizing that, yes, we're going to grieve, we're going to mourn. That is part of the healing process, but that we don't have to hold on to the grief and the mourning in order to honor them and stay connected. Also, this thought, that children shouldn't die before their parents. That is a super painful thought because it basically is a thought. It creates so much resistance to what is. The truth is my kids died. And if I just hang on to this thought that they shouldn't die, which seems like a very reasonable thought. It's a very reasonable thought to think parents should outlive their children because the majority of parents do, but not all, not all. And we, we can lose our children when they're young, when they're babies, when they're children, when they're teenagers, when they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s, and they can die before we do. So I just want to invite you to consider that that thought that children shouldn't die, it just creates so much resistance. And if we let go of that thought, in other words, when we, when we, Acknowledge what is. My children did die before I did. 
they did. And my thinking that they shouldn't just creates pain. It's all it does. Because the fact is that they did. And that special bond that's between parent and child, that life that we poured into our kids, no matter what their age, no matter what their circumstances, we honor ourselves for doing that. We keep that eternally strong bond with them even after they're gone. And yet we can do that in love without holding on to the pain forever and ever. Losing a child is absolutely and horrendously devastating. And yet grief healing is still available. It's available to anybody. And if you want to hear more, I lovingly invite you to watch the video at buildalifeafterloss.com slash gift. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.